You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think it's good. I mean, I a little long, got a little tad long-winded I did <laughs> yeah but we both did I mean it's hard to I, I don't know it's hard to cut down our um there's there's so much and and um yeah. I think our family that it's really hard to I don't want to say stay focused but you know it always seems like one situation in our family led to another which led to another and um it wasn't always necessarily a bad thing but you know right I mean, one can of worms opens another. Too, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we did, but uh, I liked it, and we're still getting good feedback. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. excellent feedback. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of again positive comments, and um, you know, thanks to my squirt. friend Nadine. Yeah, my friend uh, Nadine at work. She listened, and again gave excellent feedback, and. Um, she said that, you know, listening to John talk about, you know, his grief and, you know, the segment where we told him when mom passed away, you know, was really um, hit home for her. So I was really pleased that everybody was giving such positive feedback because That's this is nice. really a new adventure for us. you know. Uh, big time. Uh, yeah. New subscriber, too. Thanks, Nancy. Your friend, huh? Yeah. Uh, Nancy Schmidt from work. That was very um, nice. Yeah, um, she's been, you know, a really, she's an amazing friend, and she does some pretty amazing things around my school community and in the Western New York community. She does a bowling league once a month um, that John and I, and Chris and I go to. It's a lot of my former students that have graduated, um, but she organizes that all by herself, and, um, you know, she takes John on several, you know, she goes to bingo with them when she can, and She's just really yeah, good, many and times genuinely. I know she's done that. What are you doing yeah. tonight, John? Going to bingo yeah. too? Yeah. Nancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he just he feels her genuine um, warmth and friendship. So, you know, he just really loves her, and she loves him right back. So I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah. No, it was um, that was really cool to see that right after we got it posted. So. Much appreciated, and uh, today we're talking about embarrassment, and I think out of all the subjects or a lot of the articles that I've read at some of the, like the Sibling Leadership Network, <clears throat> a few of the others, um, just Google it. Google, uh, you know, siblings of a disability. Eventually, you're going to come across come across some t- someone talking about embarrassment. Yeah. And I mean, siblings embarrass each other. I know I've embarrassed you a few times. <laughs> Some <No>. of my antics. <laughs> You're just a complete embarrassment for the most yeah. part. <laughs> no. Oh, that's dead. But, I mean, siblings embarrass siblings anyway. But I guess this is a little unique. And I I got so, when we were, and I've been, you know, thinking about this episode a little bit, I I couldn't get past the, the circus story, which we're going to tell, which is, fantastic mm-hmm. you know it's funny because now it's funny now it's but funny then it, it was funny traumatic. then <laughs> wasn't funny then 
And uh, I guess that's, you know, I the solution to it, I don't know. We laughed our way through it. And uh, but it is it is a major thing. Um, some of the articles I read online were were really sad, and you know my heart went out to them uh, either by identifying it or felt that they were taking their feelings a little too far with it. Mm-hmm. And but that's still normal. That's human nature. Uh, everybody's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Everybody perceives stuff different. What uh, what did you find when you looked into uh, embarrassment? You know. Um, just or a lot of again, as a teacher as well. Yeah, multiple um, articles written by siblings who talk about situations, whether it be their siblings' medical needs or um, you know um, things that their siblings may say when they have friends over, and and just you know, I can remember being a teen. I really related to it because, especially, I teach at the high school level, so. You know, their social life at this point is sort of defining them. And, um, you know, there's, I think the culture today is so much more inclusive and so much more accepting. It's taken years to change that tide a little bit because when our brothers were in school, it was not an accepting or tolerant um, culture or, you know, society. John and Billy were really made fun of and therefore you and I were made fun of. Right. Um, so I tend to see now I see the exact opposite of that. And, and my experiences in, you know, teaching at the high school level is I just want to commend the teenagers of today and anybody who's a parent of a teenager, because I'm seeing a complete opposite of that where individuals with disabilities are actually protected quite, um, like the the general population doesn't seem mm. to um, allow that anymore, that it, they're kind of like untouchable and they are actually, um, I, and I think that because of years of inclusion. Oh yeah. In, I mean, it was just education. starting. It was just starting right. when we were in high school, the inclusion and bringing them in. Um, right. Because it used to be that, you know, John and Billy right. were in classrooms and basements, right. you know, and they were not integrated into the school culture at all. And that started to change in the late 80s, early 90s. And it's taken, you know, a good 15 to 20 years for that, those kids to come of age now to, um, you know, for them, for children with disabilities to be just be part of their culture. And it's just normal for them, you know? Yeah. So it so, was different back, you know, when we were different. coming of age in the <laughs> mid 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way around the 80s were different, but... And, yeah. you know, one of the things we said we wanted to do, and we'll get into this uh, next segment, we'll start it off. And one of the remedies I think mom and dad sought out was the embarrassment of going into public, possibly. And, and, and I'm talking about Agape Parents Fellowship mm-hmm. because we we um, would all gather for family picnics and outings and um, where everybody could just be themselves and no one had to feel funny. Uh, right. And and it was in public. We go to Fantasy Island and, and things like that. Right. But I don't know if it's you want to call it safety and numbers type of thing. But, um, you know, some the, the funny story we're going to tell about dad taking the four of us to the circus, <laughs> just, just him. I mean, you know, that's one that sticks out in our mind. But I'm sure there were things that happened like at Fantasy Island with an agape picnic where we'd have. 100, 150 oh. families, but yep. I don't remember any of that stuff. You just, you know, 
I mean, yeah, because it was just part of our yes. everyday life, you know. But I, I, you know, there were times when kids were, you know, at these picnics, and you know, again, it was a very safe environment because everybody was kind of going through the same thing, and nobody thought twice about, you know, one child having a seizure, another child having a, you know, mental breakdown that particular day, or having a, you know autistic meltdown as I call them. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but, but if you had people that were in, you know, that were not part of Agape, like for example, one time I brought a friend to one of the school or one of the um, family picnics at Agape. And although she was my friend and she knew all about our family and she knew all about Agape, you know, talk about baptism by fire, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was completely unprepared for, you know, some of the things that she was about to encounter. Oh, and, yeah. you and know, it, it was funny to us because we could, you know, we, we yeah. just, it was just kind of natural. But to the general public, it was like, what's going on here, you uh, know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh and uh, that's what we're going to get into, a few specifics. And um, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll do that right after this quick message about uh, Patreon. And uh, we'll let Mary handle that. And we'll be right back with supporting siblings, Larry and Laura. We invite you to visit patreon.com slash support sibs and support the podcast with a five or $10 monthly subscription. You'll get exclusive access to the full episode one day earlier, along with the bonus segment, Musical Mayhem, access to the full unedited show with all the funny outtakes and bloopers. Again, that's patreon.com slash support sibs. Thanks for checking out. We've had a lot of great activity on the page, and uh, we appreciate all of you that have posted and shown your support. And uh, so, w- which one? You, I'm going to let you go first, Laura. <laughs> which, w- which one? one? <laughs> Gosh, there are so many. Well, um, I but mean, you were talking about while you're thinking of one. I just a, I about got a couple. Agape. Yeah, I know you get a couple. <laughs> you know the the one with uh, you and Lynn in the bathroom. And oh, you know, yeah. Lynn bragging about the fact she went potty and didn't use toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so the- <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know again baptism by fire for some of my friends, and you know here's me just like oh go to the bathroom and you know use the toilet paper the way you're supposed to, and she was like, what did she just say? <laughs> you know, so it, it was there were there were just some funny funny moments, but. I think one of, if, if I ever had to choose, oh, geez, two of the most embarrassing moments that I ever had as a teenager with brothers with disabilities, when we talked about what it was like when our friends, I have to say most of my close friends in high school, Nicole, Debbie, and Kim, they, they knew my fam, they knew our family, Jessica, they knew our family, and, and so they accepted everything about it, you know, so that was good. If they were close friends, you know, they, they got it, you know? Right. Um, and there were so many people that got our family, but you know, um, there, there, you know, in the, in the, again, in the general public, there was mom and dad and, and Nagape had also done a bowling league once a month. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I look back at this now and laugh, but it was not funny then. <laughs> oh, I thought funny. it was hilarious. I, everybody <laughs> thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Gosh, if you had a cell phone that day, you know, right? I would have won. Be able to capture yeah. that moment. Funniest because home it, videos winner for sure. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Billy, um, had, Billy, our brother Billy, um, 
loved to go bowling. Oh, and it. so it was one of his favorite things. And he just, you know, a couple of the dads um, built some ramps out of wood for, and now it's so funny. You go to these bowling alleys and they have metal ramps that metal everybody ramps, uses. Bumpers but pop up. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff that we're, you know, again, mom and dad trailblazing with their ideas and how to accommodate the world for people with disabilities. But Billy loved to go bowling mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he'd get so excited and it was, you know, get a strike and yeah. clap and jump I up and down it. when the pins would fall down. And we had bowling sets at home, yeah, you know, the, the plastic, plastic ones. He just oh, yeah. loved them. And, and if he didn't knock any pins down, he would go and physically get up and go knock the pins down at home. <laughs> and, you know, and then he would jump up and down and he just loved that. So, Which was a short cross had, across the kitchen floor. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was, he was constantly was playing with his bowling set. So um, this particular day, we went uh, bowling, and Billy rolled the ball down the ramp, and I believe got a gutter ball. And so Billy decided um, to walk down the alley, but he walked. I, I want to say it really wasn't a walk; it was a pretty. No, brisk. he took off. No, yeah, it was one off. of his. <laughs> it was it was one of those. You know, he he had a couple of. Houdini moves if he wanted to bust out and one of them was he would throw his if you're holding him you know had your arms scooped around him he would quickly throw his elbow over yeah. his head and run simultaneously yeah, yeah. And he, so you know he... slingshot off he up <laughs> and when he wanted so he, to move he moved man he moved and he doesn't do that now because yeah. bless his heart he's 46 years old oh yeah now and he doesn't medicines and boy, seizures oh have taken their toll but when he was younger he, t- he could move And, um, so he, uh, bolted (laughs) down the alley and my instinct was, oh dear Lord, and go grab him, you know, because he was about to head down to those pins and knock him down physically himself. And so I get down about halfway down the alley, maybe three quarters. I catch up to Billy. Here's Billy who has cerebral palsy running on the slippery running lanes. Running on a slippery lane. He doesn't I don't know fall. How he doesn't fall. Yeah, he I remember. Fall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But me, I my feet came right out from underneath me. Yeah, coconut and I egg. fell backwards and just cracked like the back ball, of my head. Ball hit in the like, alley. Yeah, laying there flat on my back, and Billy never fell. No, I remember and, looking at, you know, he was yelling out, you know, get a strike and, you know, yeah. trying to bend over to knock the pins down automatically, you know, with his hands. And, uh, yeah. And, but I remember him like slipping and trying, yeah. like, trying to maintain. And he looked like he was doing the robot dance, you know, like yeah. he was, yeah. his arms were going all over the place and your feet like went higher than your head. It just came down super hard. Oh, my God. Marcus and I were sitting down at the end. Our, our good friend, who is one of the ones that got her family, Marcus Cofield. God bless yeah. you of the Cofield family. Oh. Um, he, Him and yeah. I started laughing so hard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember dry. I laid there. Com- like, yeah, and like, everyone who's not I with Agape just. Yeah. Was what I happened heard? after? I don't even remember. All I remember is laughing and. I think I just laid there for about 10 seconds and I was trying to decide if I was hurt or more embarrassed. I think I determined I was more embarrassed Yeah. and I sit up, you know, and I'm like, Oh, and there's Billy knocking the pins out, <laughs> you know, and yelling, got a strike. And I'm like, you know what, mom, 
dad, you can handle this one from here. <laughs> and that was, it was just one of those moments of sheer embarrassment. But yet now I look back at it and I think, oh, dear Lord, it must have been a sight. I yeah. mean, I wish we had that camera rolling then because, no oh kidding. boy, no, that would have yeah, won. <laughs> There were a lot of things that, that that is a real funny one. The one the one that's been on my mind goes back a little bit earlier than that. And I don't I don't remember what year. It had to be early eighties. Mm-hmm. Right? You think? Yep. When we oh, did yeah. this. Definitely. Now, so I, my memory about... my memory was it was still at War Memorial Auditorium. So that's definitely mm-hmm. in the eighties, uh, before that was gone. But Ringling Brothers came and I don't know, dad took the four of us, just him. I don't know, give mom mm-hmm. a break. And if if it was the early 80s, that means I was 12, 13, you were... Um, About 11. 11. 11 to 12, mm-hmm. Billy and John, 9 and 10, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So was that... It, it had to be after Billy's seizure because he had diapers on, and that's a big part of the story. Yeah, yeah, Billy. Billy had his first seizure when he was about seven or eight years old. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so definitely, Billy was back in you know full time in diapers. Do you remember mm-hmm. anything specific from that that went wrong at the circus, or was it maybe uh, that was okay? I don't remember much other than what happened afterwards. <laughs> other than <laughs> Dad was probably just so completely overwhelmed with everything. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, here he is out with four of us and my, giving mom a break. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's me and you and, and you know, John and Billy. And Billy was a lot to take <laughs> care of then. He it was. was it Billy was a, was a, a big handful. handful. And, uh, but just, you know, we had a lot. Of, you know, those were back in the days where Billy and I physically played around outside. You know, mm-hmm. I'd throw him a football and kind of, you know, tackle him a little bit. And that ended up turning into a, another story we talk about tragedies but (laughs) we used to play a lot and he was a lot of fun he was he was much more active than he is now he's had hip replacements and you know has a lot of arthritis but okay so we're walking out and i can just you know dad was he was a big guy and had big strides Mm -hmm. and when he was on the move it was hard (laughs) to keep up with him you know right (laughs) billy always had to be pretty much at a dog right most of the time at that age, it was somebody was holding John's hand and definitely mm-hmm. someone was holding on to Billy, sometimes two people, mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. right? So, yep. Billy, uh, we're here we are exiting the circus, um, and there's people everywhere. And I remember right where this was at. It was right um, as you come out of the old odd and you cross right where you walk under the 190 to get to the parking lots. Yeah, yeah. Right. And there was like a school bus there full of kids. It must have been some kind of, you know, school outing that had gone to the circus. And we're walking, I mean, thousands of people around us. We're walking across the street and Billy was lagging and dad was paying attention to the people around in traffic and not Billy. You and I must have been a a step or two ahead of him. Yeah. And Billy was lagging and we all, you know, dad's like, come on, Bill, come on. And we turn around, and there's Billy with his thumb in his mouth and twig and berries hanging out to the entire planet. His pants were down to his ankles, and he was taking, you know, like equivalent of, you know, three-inch steps at a time because his pants were down. 
And I just remember. It's not like funny, I looked, but it's funny. <laughs> and God. it was just like in the midst of, you know, I don't know, you know, all these people and being so young and, and just like, oh, yeah. you know, I can't, like, yeah. I feel my face getting red right now. Yeah. <laughs> just mortified. And just mortified. I remember looking at the bus and everyone pointing and, and laughing. Laughing, and, you know, yeah. And yep. dad just like hoists his pants up and <laughs> with his thumb, I mean, Billy was a lot smaller and lighter and dad was strong, just with his thumb, like ho- holds the pants up and literally lifts Billy's feet off the ground. And <laughs> get, get the... Get the Get the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and we just took off running. Larry, Laura, where are you guys going? <laughs> we 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 left the scene. <laughs> yeah, we I got don't know, out of there just... as quickly as possible. I think we just probably ran to the car and <laughs> yeah. jumped in and hit on Who the knows floor what John was doing? I tried yeah, to see knows? if he remembered that. You know, and all I could get out of him uh, yesterday was, I miss Dad taking us to the circus. So, yeah, yeah. there's a little follow-up to the grief. <laughs> He yeah, didn't, he yeah. Definitely didn't remember Billy's trousers falling down. <laughs> oh man, I yeah. think there were. All right, now just to give a little, um, uh, I, I we're gonna we're gonna kind of throw mom under the bus here because she's not here to, you know, <laughs> give us a tongue lashing. <laughs> oh yeah. But one is, of oh, is this biggest... one of mom's story about what she did to us? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right. Well, let's. Uh, it's uh, it's time for our break. I got the, uh, right. the flashing red light, and we went over by a minute. But uh, when we okay. come back, jump right in. All right. We'll be right back. Larry and Laura supporting siblings. Hope you had a good laugh there. We invite you to visit Patreon.com/slash/support-sibs and support the podcast with a five or ten dollar monthly subscription. You'll get exclusive access to the full episode one day earlier, along with the bonus segment, Musical Mayhem, access to the full unedited show with all the funny outtakes and bloopers. Again, that's patreon.com slash support sibs. So, um, because you overslept all the time is how this all started. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. (laughs) let's let's correct that um yeah it was mom you know looking back poor mom you know like she just did not need any headache or garbage from us in the morning and um so you know if we you know she just needed us to get up and get moving and again that's i think what prompted me to really think about sibling life is because you know we were kind of you know forced independence which wasn't a bad thing um, but no. she just had her hands full in the morning. And so she had no time for nonsense from us because John was, you know, probably giving her absolute pure hell in the morning, which he usually did. And Billy could have spilled cereal or had an accident in his pants and buses were pulling in the driveway. So mom had, you know, we were just, you know, once we were teenagers, it was get up and get moving. So you <laughs> tended to sleep in a little bit too much. It's mom's fault. She made, made me a night yeah. owl when I was a baby. She did. I was she a night owl till about two years ago. Yeah, she absolutely, she admitted that too, that she made you a night owl. She'd hold you up and watch Johnny Carson yeah. at night. So. Um, but you used to like to sleep in a little bit, and I was always the early bird and up and moving, and so... You know, I'd be, Larry, come on, Larry, come on, Larry, we got to get up, Larry, come on. And we, our, our house, the back, one of the back windows, you could see Milestrip Road. And so the bus would go by, 
yeah, the bus would go by. Um, and, you know, so we knew like once the bus was going by that we had to get outside because it was coming down our street next. But, um, you know, we had missed the bus one too many times and mom <laughs> just had had enough, you know. There and, were times that sometimes that when the bus was going behind the house, which means you had about 90 seconds to two minutes to get to yeah. the end of the driveway, I was getting out of bed. <clears throat> grabbing uh-huh. my crap and running out the door I, a couple yeah. of times, maybe once, yeah. twice. I don't know. Yeah. And mom had just had enough of it. And, we weren't uh, driving. I wasn't driving yet. Once I got a, once I got my license, that was it. No more of this, but go ahead. <laughs> we deserve this. So, we, we deserve yeah, every bit of it, it after we've raised a few kids now. <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. You get it. So yeah, I, get going. Before mom passed away, I apologized for all of my, I know. Um, you know, <laughs> kind of got with her one Thanks day and said, I'm really sorry us, for, yeah. All the headaches. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so we were, we used to stand, if we missed the bus, we'd stand in like in the side hallway before anybody could, well, who's going to tell her? Who, you know, you go in and tell her. I told her last time, yeah. you know? And that meant she had Mom to get Don and, and Billy on the bus and then drive us to school. So this Did one you particular guys miss day. The bus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're standing in the back hall scared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fall, she you made know? us walk once. <laughs> She oh, made yeah. us walk like but, halfway and then she came and got us, but yeah. We w- <laughs> this particular day mom had had enough. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. And she uh walked us out to John's bus. That's right. <laughs> which was a little yellow bus. Which was a little bus. And, yes. Yeah. And you know, and, because uh, they you know, mom was on a first name basis with all of the with John John and Billy's drivers all the time. You know, course, you come yeah. out and they have conversations. You get to know these because yeah. they pull in your driveway. So, yeah. Yeah. So, mom said, sure went the out bus and driver said, Can you do me a favor? As much as yeah. Mom did. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, mom went out and, and talked to the bus driver and said, Can you by chance chase down the, uh, my kid's bus? And here we stood with, like, you know, egg on our face and yeah. a mouthful of feathers because we were eating crow, you know? And, yeah. uh, so, of course, yeah. So, she puts us on the bus with all the kids with oh, disabilities. Yeah. Radios. And they get yeah, the radios, radio. radios our bus. Yeah. And says, like, one of our friends, Jeff, heard on the his bus radio. Okay. He said that he heard over oh. the bus radio on his bus. <laughs> I got the fifth kids here on the bus. Can you oh, pull over gosh. so they can get on the bus? So, wow. our bus. Pulled over and the, on the little side bus of the road. pulled on the yeah on the side on of the, the road. Side of the road, we had to walk up and face all those people. <laughs> yeah, face a bus full of teenagers, <laughs> and oh we got gosh. off the little bus and got on our regular bus. Yeah. So yeah, that was I, mom had had enough, and I was like, you, you know the, what? I, oh, okay, that'll be the last time I miss the bus. <laughs> yeah. I was driving shortly after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I don't oh, even think geez. I drove with you because I was pretty much convinced that you were going to make me late every day. So I just said, I'll take the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is, is one of the things about, you know, we, we had talked about how did we deal with it? How did we deal with it? So that we kind of brought on ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was just totally. the circumstance that, you know, mom mom and dad had such a great relationship with the teachers and the bus drivers and everything mm-hmm. they had to do that, uh, you know, that worked out, you know, to teach us a lesson, <laughs> get my ASS out of bed early and oh, make yeah. it to, to the bus on time. but. <laughs> 
outside of that, you know, the things that happened that were directly related due to John, John and Billy's disability. I mean, like I said, embarrassment happens between siblings, but how did we deal with it? And I think one of the things that, that mom and dad were so good at teaching us were to laugh our way through stuff. And now we obviously look back and, but that was something that we were taught now, now that we're getting older. And that was, um, that was a learned experience. And there's even a spiritual element to that, that I believe Mm -hmm. is really important. But, uh, I mean, dad planning out his, I mean, dad was an awesome practical joker master. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we're going to do, I, I'd like to do an entire episode on, on the stories of how dad made people laugh, made us laugh and laughed uh, his way through stuff. And yes. they're incredible. Those stick out of my mind just as much as some of these negative emotions. We talk about grief and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and embarrassment. There's a lot out there online. And, and I guess, also learning the learning what the act of unconditional love did with handling the embarrassment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i guess and again a learned experience right i mean we were taught that. absolutely yeah that was it's uh, one of i think our our family's greatest legacies is that you know we learned very early on what unconditional love meant and um you know, it's the greatest, most Outside sacrificial of emotion, form of love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the greatest, most sacrificial form of love because it means that you love someone without getting anything or expecting anything in return. And very often, you know, with a sibling that has a disability, it isn't the typical, you know, relationship. So you may not get back what you would get, like if you and I were sharing a moment or something, you know. Um, but the laughter portion, yeah. So along with that unconditional love, I mean, we laugh. We laugh a lot, uh, very mm, often. Yeah. And, you know, and that's why we can look back now and laugh at these things because laughter brings joy and laughter was good medicine for yeah. the constant turmoil and pain that our family endured for years and years. Um, and just, you know, it just really brought us through some difficult times. Yeah. It, no, and, there's, there's, that's an absolute fact that dad, dad, even like I said, he was really good at planning practical jokes. And I mean, he, oh, he did yeah. that with mom when, just when they were got engaged and oh, I'm going yeah. to save all those stories for just, we'll do a whole episode on dad's practical jokes. A couple oh, of he got fight. mom a couple of times. The oh, really good. <laughs> so did she too. I mean, dad plan them out, you know, him, like, yeah. he'd, he'd have plans and have multiple people involved. You know, <laughs> oh, gotcha. just, you know, but he was a master at that. And, and, uh, I think that's, that was, I mean, in my memory, what, when you really learn to understand unconditional love and enjoy through suffering, you know, the embarrassment, you just work through the moment They, you know, <clears throat> it sucks when you're young, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm proud of what it, um, you know, help us shape to be what we turned out to be, you know? Absolutely. I think it just is a character trait that isn't easily acquired. And I'm not trying to brag and say that we are perfect because we are far from it. But um, it's a it's an extreme ability to just let a lot of things you learn to let a lot of things just roll off your back. And, 
You don't sweat the small stuff. And um, you learn to laugh through it and just find the, you know, the joy in the midst of, you know, a difficult moment. And I just feel like I, I was just a, um, it was just a blessing our family had. And, and, you know, we're able to just find those moments in the midst of pain. So right. your friend, Jesse used to call dad, dad, mom and dad, many of our yeah. friends called our parents, mom and dad, Jason <laughs> Bort was one of them. And despite all yeah. that, they were magnetized to us. And I think, yeah, absolutely. And I think it was that environment in our home of love and joy, you know, yeah. in spite of it, it organized was truly, chaos. yeah, it was Uncle Larry used to call it organized, organized chaos. Yeah. That's the best, best phrase ever coined about our family. Yeah. Uh, and, and it really was sometimes there were days where it was just absolute pandemonium, you know, but, yeah. um, we just learned to roll with it and, you know, dad would make jokes along the way and, um, you know, he would say funny things to get us laughing. You know, I was telling somebody at work the other day a funny story. Um, I was in my classroom and, and, you know, one of the kids um, in the class was just happy and joyful. And, you know, and I just thought of dad at that moment. And I thought, remember when Billy used to sing, row, row, row your boat? Oh, yeah. You know, and dad oh. said, Billy doesn't have a care in the world. And his theme song is yeah. merrily, 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 merrily. Oh, Life yeah. is but a dream, you yeah. know? And yeah. and it was just things like that where, like, in the midst of chaos, Dad would just blurt that song line out. Merrily, yeah. merrily, mer you know? Or things like, you right. know, are we praising the Lord, you know? <laughs> are we praising God through joy or with joy, <laughs> with the, you know, in the midst of I'm, this chaos? But yeah. It was just funny. He would interject things and it would get us through you know yeah a couple of times you know in the days when you know we didn't have a lot of money and and billy would be doing you know the merrily merrily thing or singing eating a bowl of cereal sitting at the table billy yeah. dad would sit down he's like uh hey billy i um got a cutoff notice for the electric bill today and <laughs> yeah. i was just wondering uh, do you have any ideas what we can do about it yeah. Billy be sucking his mouth. Row, row, row. You know, and then he would ask, you know, another thing. We're almost out of food and or we're almost out of propane and you know, I have uh, eighteen dollars yeah. to my name. And then yeah. he'd look up and say, Boy, who got the short end of the stick? Or he'd he'd yeah. make a comment like that, you know, and it was yeah. I don't know, looking back at it now, I mean, you know, it, it was just it was a way to look at it have you look at things differently, especially with you it know, really Billy did. had no clue with what he was saying, no. but it was it's great. And yeah. you know, some people might think that's a little strange, but I mean, those are the things that energized us, right? Uh, at least, yeah. And um, but uh, well, you know what? Why don't we save the last? Uh, well, we're, we said we were going to shorten it up a little bit. I think we we did well with that. Mm -hmm. We don't want to lose all our listeners. Yeah. And uh, we have we have just uh, one or two more sec uh, minutes to chat after we come back from our final break. And, of course, invite you to um, visit patreon.com forward slash support sibs and check all that out. That's going to be the main gateway to all of our episodes, including uh, our links to our social media and all that. We really appreciate, again, the ongoing support and encouragement we're getting from our circle and after we said, after we had three episodes in the bag, that we were going to um, do our press release. And this is going to go out 
oh, to hundreds of agencies um, and hopefully get a little bit more exposure, offer to mail them, uh, do a mailing with a, a poster they can hang up with a QR code on their bulletin board at, at, at all these different agencies all over the planet and uh, get it get this out there and we just uh, again want to share our, our life experience hopefully make you laugh as well and uh, we have that fun segment coming up next too but uh, we're going to take our last break and stand by for a little bit more laughter we'll be right back Larry and Laura supporting siblings we invite you to visit patreon.com slash support sibs and support the podcast with a five uh, or ten dollar monthly subscription you'll get exclusive access to the full episode one day earlier along with the bonus segment musical mayhem access to the full unedited show with all the funny outtakes and bloopers again that's patreon.com slash support sibs laura why don't you go ahead and uh give everyone the our email address and uh, anyone that would like to com- uh, comment, send us an email of encouragement, uh, topic suggestions, feedback on the show, any of that. What's uh, what's our email? It is a not so typical at gmail.com. <clears throat> um, and our Facebook is a not so typical life. And our Instagram is supporting Sib. There it is. And I, yep. We had talked about um, this past weekend was mom and dad's anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I started um, to, to try and record. Yeah. And um, so it was 51 years. And, you know, some really, I just, I am absolutely convinced, you know, sometimes I just, you know, people say that they get signs from their loved ones. And I don't want to get into I, I It's definitely, I have a very strong disbelief in, I don't want to say that it, I think, Spirits are visiting me, so I want to vehemently disagree with that. But I do believe that God comforts us. It's very scriptural that he will comfort us, that blessed are those that mourn, they will be comforted. And I believe that there are little things that God will put in your path for you, for a gentle reminder or a comfort. And one of those things, there's been two things happening very interestingly in the past two weeks. Um First thing was, we just had a new concrete driveway poured, and, you, you know, Dad always used to put a penny in the concrete, and, yeah. I, you know, I had to find a penny with the year 2019 on it, and um, I immediately found one, and I have found since then probably five shiny, good-looking, really nice pennies from that have the year 2019 on them, um, just random places around the house, like, I had stuff stored in a laundry basket for when we emptied the garage and, and this past weekend, the boys re put things back in the garage and um, there was a penny in the bottom of a laundry basket, you oh, know, 2019. Cool. Those are fun um, <clears throat> Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the other things is that dad um, loves the song Christopher by Christopher Cross called sailing. And um, some years ago I made a little music video with pictures of dad and, um, mm-hmm. You know, like last week alone, I heard it like six times and, you know, and the, it just, I knew like, what is going on? Like I, you know, it's one, appeared a couple of times is one thing, but by the sixth time you're like, okay, I, there's something really kind of, you can, God must know that I need to sense dad's presence or something. And, um, 
you know, and then I, I was like, oh my goodness, it's their anniversary this weekend. It would have been 51 years. So um, I'm really convinced that sometimes those little things happen, that little um, snippets of, you know, something that God will put in your path to kind of just give you a little reminder and some comfort. And, um, oh, you know, so it was really cool. So their anniversary was this past weekend. It was the 12th of October. And uh, uh, they, I'm sure, you know, oh, wow. were 51 years. That's 51 crazy. years. I wow. know. And watch the video that you made. um of their wedding from eight millimeter movies. You captured it. And mm. every time I watch that video, I just look at mom and dad. And I think to myself, I look at their faces and the look in their eyes with each other. And they were so happy mm. and they were so in love. And they were just the the world laid at their feet on that day. And because they were just such a perfect couple who would have ever known that life would have handed them the things that it handed them through the years. But at the same token, I look at them and I think, thank God they were so in love. Oh, no Because kidding. that's what got us through. They just stuck together and stuck through everything. And it taught us so much. Like, I can't say enough how much, and I'm sure you feel the same way. That Absolutely. In, oh, in spite of everything, I, we never knew anything but love and joy. Right. And that is a blessing. I mean, yeah. there are people in life that can't say that and mm-hmm. and so I don't say that lightly and I don't say that um in, in, with a self-righteous kind of tone I say that as I'm a, I consider it such a blessing as I said we're going to wrap up every episode with laughter and Laura um, how you laugh on pure air I, I just uh, <laughs> we quote movie lines to us based on the current situation that we're in and absolutely. you and, yes and uh, uh, it's, I mean, everything from uh, Finding Nemo. What's what are the big ones? Ground, Rain Man, Rain yeah, Man, obviously. Groundhog Day, Overboard, Groundhog Day, Overboard yeah. with uh, yep, Overboard's a huge one. Inner Space is a huge one. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, you know, like if I text you, I'm still shaking. That's Martin Inner Short. Space. For, yeah, yeah, from Inner Space. You know, something <laughs> happened. You're like, oh, yeah. what's up? You know, or yeah, yeah. You know, if you uh, text me, da da da, I know it. You know yeah. that is the theme to Jeopardy. We know we're talking yeah. about John John Rain standing man. at the end of the driveway, waiting yeah. to be picked up or calling. You know, he's excited about something as Rain Man Absolutely. was excited about uh, trying to get in the house to watch. Who is yeah. that? That 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 would be my assistant. Da 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 da. All five if minutes of Jeopardy. You've never watched Rain Man. Please yeah. watch Rain Man. <laughs> oh, that was a life. That was a game changer for autism. Absolutely. So much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, the other ones, uh, Overboard. I don't belong here. You know, yeah. I, I, we I do that it. all the time. We text <laughs> it to us. We say it to each other, and uh, it's just one of them ways to laugh through. All right, let's. Uh, this is Katie. Uh, uh, good job, oh, no. Katie. Oh yeah. no! What yeah. does she do now? Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, she's the master. Oh, she's got juice on me, and uh, we'll be equal as far as uh, you know what we what I mean. If we're opening up the world to our family, they're going to have to get it all. <laughs> and just again, to be clear, what? these laughing fits that I have, I just I, I really need to give a shout out to my poor husband because he has recorded me in the middle of the night, oh and I God. laugh in my sleep. Yeah. Like I literally will roll over and just burst out laugh laughing, and then dreams. I roll over. Yeah, and pat him on the shoulder and rub his back. 
And I constantly wake this poor guy up all night. So I said, at least you know, deep down, I'm a happy person. Because if I'm laughing in my sleep, that has to say something, right? Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely right. Pure air can just make me dissolve into laughter. And once I start laughing, I just sometimes can't stop. And it just gets, I laugh harder and harder. (laughs) And honestly, every time I go to the camera, and then that makes you laugh harder. That makes me laugh harder. And then when I watch the video of me laughing, then that makes me laugh even yeah. harder. And all I keep thinking of is all the endorphins that my body is releasing uh, from happiness, you know? Yeah. So that's it. Who it cares? is what it, it is. You're, well, it is you're gonna make is. Out, we're going to make other people laugh right now. Here, let's check this oh, out. Oh, gosh. This was like, you turn around. There's a little bit of noise here. Eric, you turn around, and that's you hitting the counter, clapping. Oh my recording. god! It sounds like a like the cackling like sound awesome. or something. It's thirty in the morning, and I am sweating like I just went to the gym for two hours. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> that was just this past it's week, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Six thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> if you had pots and pans in your hand, you'd have been climbing oh, together. Lord. Oh. oh my gosh! The whole family's getting ready. I heard Vince in the background too. Yeah, he's again. Six thirty in the morning. Guy. I'm imitating you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great stuff. And you know, uh, well, we wanted to leave you on a high note. And uh, again, you know, the embarrassment. Just uh, now, we're laughing about it. So what the heck? So you know, we got through it. But um. I usually wrap up my other shows and when I DJ a gig and I've been saying the same thing and I wanted to do it on this one, but, uh, the last thing that I want to say, is there anything else you wanted to fill in? No, I think we've covered everything on our outline and yeah, <laughs> we well, did I mean, a good we job. Could go another hour <clears throat> on we stories, <laughs> but that, we're good. Yeah. But, um, now more than ever, I want to publicly say something and I rarely get into this, but this touched a really good nerve for me and, um, that's my dog. I, I, yeah, that's your dog. <laughs> Hi, Sarabi. Someone's walking by your house. Yeah, but, uh, definitely. Uh, now more than ever, I just feel really strongly about this. And uh, a shout out to Ellen DeGeneres for staying strong. And uh, that that you know, what, I don't know if uh, people may or may not know about it, but she got flack because she said. She said something kind to George Bush and, and kind of stood her ground, even though they're different politically, blah, blah, blah. Kindness is kindness, and that's it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the guts that she, that her standing her ground on that, because I just think now more than ever, we need that kind of kindness. Absolutely. People, despite who they are, what they believe, doesn't matter because things are ugly. So um, I just wanted to say that, I guess. And, um, so I'm going to wrap up with my traditional goodbye, which is, uh, do you want to make the world a better place? Commit a random act of kindness tomorrow to a complete stranger, no matter what they believe and what they look like. All right. Later, right. Laura. God bless. We'll see you on the next one. Stay tuned to Patreon. We are going to do the bonus episode of uh, the Music Mayhem. I picked an 80s song. We'll get that 
done later in the week, Laura. But uh, good episode. And again, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Supporting siblings. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supporting sibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials.